0: Hey, everybody, it's Lon and It's time once again for your weekly wrap-up. And this week, we're going to talk all about the end of cable card, at least the impending end of cable card, and its impact on a certain product we've been talking about here on the channel for a long time, the HD Home Run Prime 6. Let's get to it. Now, before we talk about the demise of the cable card, we should talk about what a cable card is first, of course, And what these are are little cards that you insert into a compatible device so that you can watch your cable TV subscription on supported hardware. And these are provided by the cable company. Up until recently, it was a mandated thing that they had to provide in order to give consumers choice between renting equipment from the cable company, like most people do, or buying your own equipment so that you don't have to pay a monthly rental fee to the cable company to make use of the subscription that you're also paying for. And I've been using one for many years now and have saved thousands of dollars by using my own equipment versus Comcast for watching my cable TV channels. And they look a lot like the old PC MCIA or Cardbus cards from the late 90s, early 2000s that you'd find on a laptop, very similar to those. And what they do is when your personally owned equipment goes out to a TV station to watch it, the cable card validates and decrypts the content so that you can watch it. So as you can see on this log here from my cable card, I wanted to tune to channel eight WTNH, and then it provided access by validating that I had subscribed to that channel. Now I own all of the equipment that I use in my house, but the cable card is owned by Comcast and the FCC rules required Comcast to provide that card for me as part of my subscription. I get one card uh, for the subscription, and I'll show you how I've been using that single card throughout the entire house as we work our way through the review here. Unfortunately, though, uh, not many devices support cable card any longer. There were a lot of them about 10 years ago or so, but now there are fewer and fewer out there. I think the TiVo DVR still might support them in certain uh, varieties of that product and the HD Home Run, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, does as well. But there really isn't much else out there on the consumer side that supports them. But back in the earlier days, I had a TV that supported cable card and a few other devices as well. And again, you just take that card and pop it in the back of your TV set and it basically becomes a cable box. Now, if all this sounds too good to be true, it now kind of is too good to be true because the FCC is no longer requiring cable companies to offer cable cards to consumers. So if you were to call up your cable company tomorrow, they don't have to give you one anymore, whereas a few months ago they did. And they're citing a number of reasons in their decision for why it is no longer necessary. One is that they think consumers now have more choices They could go to Sling or YouTube TV, for example, and stream their TV services over the top. Uh, They also talked about the fact that many consumers haven't been adopting cable cards, and they haven't been adopting them because, of course, cable companies don't promote them, because if they did, they'd be eating into the revenue they make on the rentals. Uh, But also, we've seen a very huge decline in devices that actually support cable cards. So it's kind of a perfect storm of things uh, working against this regulation. And this was one of the odd decisions that the FCC made where the entire commission, Republicans and Democrats, all agreed to remove this requirement. Now, it doesn't mean, though, that your existing cable card equipment is now going to be obsolete, at least not right away. And the reason is, according to this TechHive article, is that many cable boxes that the Cable companies have installed in your home are using cable cards to validate your services. So it might be a while before they're completely phased out, but we're definitely beginning the process of moving to something else. And I would imagine as cable companies begin to move away from the digital technology they're on now to something more advanced, uh, that's when we'll see the end of these cable cards. And hopefully they offer us some alternatives, although I don't think that is going to be likely. Now what I use in my home is this device called an HD Home Run Prime, and in full disclosure, Silicon Dust, who makes this device, is an occasional sponsor here on the channel. And this was a very popular tuning device, and actually still is, you can get them, and we'll talk about uh, the new run they've made of these things in a few minutes. And what you do with this is you basically put your cable card in, as I did there, You connect the ethernet jack up to your computer network and then you hook up your coax cable connection there on the end. And then anything that you've got with a screen and a connection to the network becomes a television basically. So here we've got the HD Home Run app running on my laptop. As you can see I've got full access to my entire cable subscription here. We've got a cable channel running, no problem there. And what's nice about the HD Home Run stuff is that they've got a pretty open architecture. I can use this with Plex, which is also a sponsor of the channel in full disclosure. I can use it with the Channels app. Uh, The tuner box is actually compatible with DLNA, so even some of my older smart TVs will work with it as well. It's just a really flexible platform. And once you own the box, you don't have to rent anything from Comcast again, you just plug your cable card in and you're off and running. Uh, They also make equipment that works with over-the-air television with an antenna, and you can use both at the same time. And the one issue with this box, though, is that it only can tune three channels simultaneously, which means that if my DVR is recording two different channels, I can only watch one more channel. And if you've got a house full of people who are all watching different things at night, Uh, that could create some issues, especially if you're all trying to tune in something live or tune into a couple of things live and record a few other things that are also live. I haven't hit that limit too often in the house, but there have been a few times where uh, we missed the show or two because we were recording uh, three things at once and couldn't get the fourth thing. Now, the cable card that uh, we are using here and the cable card that most people use supports those six streams at the same time. Uh, so a lot of people were excited about a product that they were working on called the hd home run prime 6 which would have allowed you to use that same single cable card but doubled the channel capacity from three to six and that was something a lot of people wanted now you could always get another three tuner hd home run prime but you then had to rent another cable card from comcast so there was a little bit more cost involved with it Uh, to get up to the six, especially when the card itself had the capacity to do six at the outset. And this has been a product that they've talked about quite a bit. They announced it at CES. We were there when they announced it, but they had some trouble getting it to market. And now it looks like the market is moving in a different direction, and they don't seem to want to go any further on it. Uh, They made an announcement on November 23rd on their forums just before the Thanksgiving holiday in the U.S., And due to some challenges they had with production and of course where the market is headed and now the FCC decision, they've decided that they are going to discontinue the development of that product. And the reasons for it are many. And I did not talk to the company about this. I'm just gonna give you my analysis of the market here based on what we just heard and based on some other facts that are also at play. So when the HD Home Run first came out, Uh, you had a lot of people who were subscribed to cable that wanted more choices, and they went to this product because it offered a choice. But now, of course, we have many more choices for TV entertainment, and a large portion of the United States population who are subscribed to cable services are cutting the cord or at least uh, cutting back the TV portion of their Comcast service, for example. So when we talked about the Comcast data caps about a week or two ago, Uh, we looked at some of the data coming in from their public financial filings and just this year alone in the first three quarters of 2020 they've lost almost 1.2 million cable tv subscribers and that's just this year they lost a bunch in the prior years as have all of the other players in the market so this is not an increasing market for hd home run or anyone else it's a declining market and that's why comcast is doing data caps that's why they keep trying to add fees to your bill They're trying to make back some of this revenue they're losing because people are getting rid of TV services. And as you could expect, the number of installed cable cards has declined quite a bit as well. So this number represents cable card usage amongst the top cable providers in the country. And these cable cards are the ones that are being used by consumers. So as of quarter one of this year, Uh, there's only 456,000 cable cards in use, which is a 13.6% decrease since 2017. And who are the people getting these cable cards? Likely the most savviest cable consumers. And now that they have more choices, they're dumping cable and their cable card along with it. And of course, there are not many devices that support these cable cards. So again, a very quickly declining market for this product and I think that's been driving a lot of it and even within my own YouTube channel I've noticed some trends here related to this topic so this video that I've got here running uh, is probably my most watched video of all time it was called beating Comcast and cable fees with the HD Home Run Prime and I described how I integrated the HD Home Run Prime back seven years ago into my home network. And this is the same device I'm using right now to this day. It's been working that well for me. And you can see that the viewership of this video started declining right around the same time that customers started dumping their cable subscriptions and cable card. People are just not that interested in finding ways to circumvent Comcast on their own network. They'd much prefer just to go and find another competing solution to watch television. And I think that unfortunately is the trend at work here, which is why we're not getting that six tuner tuner. The other problem relates to some of the bureaucracy within the cable industry. And you'll note in their statement they were having a lot of problems with hardware. And one of the things that you have to do when you're providing one of these cable card-based devices is get them certified by the industry, by a, a group called Cable Labs. And you need to get this certification because if you have a device that somehow has weak DRM on it, uh, you could end up being on the hook for a lot of money and liability. So it has to get that certification. That certification takes time and money, and it also requires that the hardware you're using be consistent. And because they were having trouble sourcing chips for this thing, they were not able to have a design that they could manufacture to send off to getting Cable Labs approval, and that was another factor that was slowing things down. So there's just a whole host of things that uh, really, I think, impeded them from being able to offer this product. But there is some hope here, and that is the HD Home Run Prime 3 tuner is being made available again, So if you wanted to get one of these products, you couldn't for a while because they were uh, basically running this line down to start up the new six tuner product. But now they've got a bunch of these available and they've got a discount on them as well. You'll get 50 bucks off the price and get yourself a three tuner prime for 149 bucks. You'll wanna call Comcast or your cable provider first to make sure that you can get a cable card. And just note that some cable providers Put DRM on all of their channels, and not every device that supports the HD Home Run supports DRM removal. Many do, though, and I would suggest that you would maybe want to go to the HD Home Run forums and just ask in there, let them know what cable service you're using, just to make sure you've got all your uh, ducks in a row before you jump into this. But it's available, you can get one again. Uh, So if you were looking at one of these, go for it, because I don't think they're going to be available much longer, and I don't see a real market demand to keep making these at scale so jump in uh, check out the deal while there's time so what's the future for us comcast customers well i think it's either going to be renting equipment at seven bucks a shot for cable boxes plus whatever you're paying in subscriber fees Uh, Or you might try to use the Xfinity Stream beta app on one of your smart televisions. Unfortunately, though, the Xfinity Stream app is not compatible with a lot of stuff. So it does work with LG and Samsung TVs, from what I've been reading, but it's not going to work with basic devices like the Apple TV or the Android TV or any of your Windows tablets and phones, although the app does work on iOS and Android, and I have found that it does support Chromecasting. And I think what you're going to see here is the cable companies providing some very minimally viable alternative just to keep the FCC off their backs. And if you've ever played with the Stream app, it's not bad, but it's certainly not as robust as what you could rent from them. And it's certainly not as good as what I'm using with my uh, HD Home Run uh, setup here at the house. So it's going to be bad for consumers Uh, This does provide some opportunity, though, for YouTube TV and others like Sling to maybe up their game a bit, maybe lower their prices. Who knows? So it's going to be, I think, a very turbulent time uh, for cable customers. And unfortunately, uh, consumers don't have a lot of control right now, especially as this cable TV market corrects itself as the economics change significantly in how that business works. We'll keep an eye on this, and I'll give you any updates as things develop. Now, this week's wrap-up is being brought to you by all of you, and I've got a bunch of super chatters to thank. Uh, First is Mark Bollinger, who made a gold-level contribution via a super chat the other day during one of our live streams. We also have Phi Gwynn, Ken Driggers II, Stephen Drivick, Jack Computers, and Mark Dell. I want to thank you all for tuning into the live stream and helping me out with some of those streams we did over the last couple of days. We also have some new supporters on the channel as well. Chad Wolf and John Osgood joined via the YouTube membership program. Michael Joyce provided a contribution via our donor box page. And Mr. 4ST subscribed via Floatplane. I want to thank everyone who contributed this week and everyone who's been contributing on an ongoing basis. And I want to thank all of you who watch on a regular basis too, because all of those things equal channel growth. And if you want to support the channel, you can. You can go to TV slash support or click that YouTube membership join button. The choice is yours. We try to be everywhere you are, including Patreon. Uh, we also, of course, uh, do some Floatplane uploads now. In fact, everything we do on this channel and my extras channel go up there. And you can find my Floatplane page at lon.tv floatplane. That, of course, is the Linus Tech Tips uh, video platform, which has worked out very nicely for me. I've been enjoying uh, participating there. So this week on the channel, we had four live streams. The uh, unboxing of the Xbox Series X we did yesterday, that's going to be a video uh, I'll be uploading a little later this week. I also did a live stream as I was shooting a review of some tiny arcades. We recorded some gameplay footage of the Oculus Quest 2 for an upcoming video I'll be doing. And then we had a pretty good deal on some headphones that... Amazon was offering during Cyber Monday because we've been doing a lot of streaming on Amazon and they occasionally send over some stuff that's on sale for us to play around with. On the Extras channel, I pulled uh, two of the headphones out of that review and turned them, or out of that live stream and turned them into reviews. So you can check them out on the Extras channel. I've got one more I've got to get uploaded. I just have to add a little bit more commentary to it. And then we also took a look at one of those new GAN chargers, a tiny little 20-watt charger from Spigen. So you can check that stuff out on the Extras channel. On the main channel, we had a very productive week this week. Uh, We uploaded four videos. We had a review of these little tiny arcades, and they released a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles version that is just a desecration of the original, unfortunately. And the worst part is, and I didn't note this in the review because somebody pointed it out to me after the fact, If you go on their Amazon page and look at that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Tiny Arcade, the video is sped up. The actual game runs much slower in reality than it does on their marketing video. I may do a follow-up on the Extras channel about that. Uh, We also looked at the HP Pavilion 14T, a very nice little Tiger Lake 14-inch laptop. They've got one with an i7 that I think might be the sweeter spot, but a really nice laptop nonetheless. Uh, We looked at the JBL Boombox. That thing's pretty cool. You can walk around with that thing on your shoulder and blast everybody away. And then we also looked at the Lenovo Yoga 7i. And this was an interesting one because it had 12 gigs of RAM. And we found that the graphics performance with 12 gigs of RAM with Tiger Lake is not as good as having symmetrical memory banks on it. So you'll probably want to get one of these with eight or 16, but not 12. And the reason is is that, uh, that Lenovo had an 8 gig module soldered onto the board, and a 4 gig module soldered onto the board. And because of that mismatch in sizes, the dual channel memory wasn't able to run very efficiently there. So check it out. It was an interesting review. Things didn't perform as we expected, and we figured out why. Uh, So this week on the channel, we're going to have an unboxing uh, and a setup video of the Xbox Series X. And I would love to hear from you as to what other follow-on content I should do about this new console. And the reason is is that everybody has a review of the Xbox Series X, and I wanna provide something new and interesting. So let me know down in the comments, and I will think about doing some upcoming videos on that. We got in a really interesting laptop from Lenovo that's made partially out of leather. This is their Yoga 9i leather. And it's got leather and a new trackpad, so we'll be taking a look at that a little later in the week. I also hope to get to my Roku video looking at AirPlay 2. It's been so busy with all these little odds and ends coming in that I haven't gotten to this one just yet. And if you like what I do and want to get notified every time we upload something, then you can click that bell right there and get notifications delivered to your email and mobile phone. And that will ring anytime we go live or upload a video on any of our channels. We have a lot of places where we upload stuff too. So we've got um, the Snippets channel, the Extras channel, we've got my Amazon page where my videos live as well. And I would love for you to click that follow button on my Amazon channel there. You can find it at the bottom of the list, lon.tv slash Amazon shop. I'm trying to build up my presence there. Uh, We've also expanded the podcast. We started uh, hosting it on anchor.fm, which has been a real good fit for uh, what I'm doing. So you can check out the audio version of this show. We usually upload this show in audio format on Tuesday or Wednesday. So if you subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, uh, you will get us or you can listen directly on the anchor.fm page there if you want to engage with the channel we have my very infrequent email list at lon.tv email we've got the facebook group which is always a happen in place i got to pop in there and do a little bit more with you all there uh, we're well over a thousand members now so that's been a lot of fun and then we have my store where i sell previously reviewed items at a discount versus what those things cost new And if you want to be notified whenever something gets added to the store, you can go to lon.tv slash store alert to get that notification. These are typically items that I purchased for review and I'm now getting rid of. The things that come in free of charge, I typically donate out to the community if we don't have a use for it here in the studio. But all the stuff that you hear me say that I paid for that I don't need anymore, uh, we offer there, and that email alert will let you know every time I add something or adjust prices on the store. And remember, there's only one of everything, so you gotta get in quick to get the deal. And that is going to do it for now. Thank you all for your continued support of the channel. Please continue to be healthy and safe out there. Wear your masks. It's becoming wintertime where I live. And the nice thing about wearing a mask outside is that it keeps your face warm. That was a kind of a nice little added benefit there. So it keeps me healthy and warm. Good stuff. All right, everybody, I'll see you very soon. We've got a lot of fun content coming up this week and keep those questions and comments coming. Until next time, this is Lon Seidman. Thanks for watching. This channel is brought to you by the Lon.TV supporters, including Gold Level supporters Brian Parker, Jim Peter, Tom Albrecht, and Chris Allegretta. If you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month.